to the glory in our stories. On this episode, we'll be speaking about purpose. I know this is not your traditional uh, episode of the glory in our stories when I'm sitting across from an awesome individual that I had the opportunity of meeting. Uh, but I, instead, I thought I would just throw in a, a nice curveball, you know, to discuss uh, a topic that I thought was uh, pretty interesting. Um, for those of you who are listening, uh, as always, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the glory in our stories, episode 35. 35. Uh, on this episode, we are going to be talking about the elements of living in your purpose. Uh, for those of you who are actually a part of the Glory in Our Stories um, Facebook page, um, those of you who have been um, invited and that have asked to be a part of it so that you can receive updates whenever uh, a new episode is uploaded. Um, I put out a poll recently and on that poll um, uh, it states it's it asks the question you know what what do you think is more important in regards um, to what you think are important elements of living in your purpose and the four choices that I had were wisdom family Recognition and money. Um, this looks like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. It looked like 13 people voted. Out of those 13, eight people said wisdom, three people said family, uh, and two people said recognition. Now, a couple of those votes did overlap, um, but they are. Uh, they are relevant. All of them are relevant uh, because that's something that that they're uh, really paying attention to in regards to what really matters to them. So I just want to discuss quickly. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Um, I'm just going to touch base on things that I think are important based off my experience. I realize that I can't speak from anybody else's perspective. I'm not going to try to do so. Um, if you listen to anything that I um, perform or anything, I can only write from my perspective. Um, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. Um, if ever I say anything that offends you or something you just uh, cannot get on board with, don't be hesitant and let me know. The reason being is because you will expose me to something that I didn't know before. That I didn't know before. And that is something that I needed to be informed of. Um, I always talk about, I think I've mentioned this before, um, maybe a year ago, probably, it's probably been a year. Um, there was an incident where the, uh, where the Me Too movement started. And I made a... Um, I thought was a soft joke. Uh, somebody got offended. 
uh, a young lady got offended and she told me she said I don't think that was funny and I said um, I wasn't my intention wasn't to harm anyone it was I thought it was pretty light and I actually you know not to va- not to validate you know my point of view but I asked a, a, other, a few other uh, ladies uh, ladies that I know as friends and I and I actually they say, oh, I, I saw the joke and I wasn't offended. You know, most all of them said that, actually. And, I, and she but she was the only one that um, got offended by it. And because of that one joke, she used that to define who I was. Um, obviously, she didn't know about my sense of humor. Uh, then it doesn't excuse what I said, um, but... I just would prefer people to inform me of how they feel and I will consider it. Um, I will apply it. Um, so, um, but I just don't want what I say to, to create a wedge between us. Um, we already have enough space between all of us as is dealing with surface topics um, that uh, have a, a tendency to grow roots and, and settle. And that's not what we want. Um, so back to the topic at hand, the major elements of fulfilling your purpose. I would like to shed light on the first one. And now this is every this is just based on my personal experience. Wisdom. I'm currently reading Proverbs. I was just telling my fiance that I'm at this point in my life where I want to receive the wisdom from an older man, a man that is about time, a man that is current, a man uh, that is in the world, but not of it, a man that has a great relationship with God. He's not perfect, but he's trying his best to be the best example. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Solomon, Solomon was uh, declared the wisest man that has ever lived. He was rich. Uh, but he found out he was extremely rich. Um, I'm I'm pretty certain he inherited his fortune. I think he's a dis- uh, I ain't gonna say it. He, he, I think he's a descendant of David, King David. I think. If I said it wrong, please let me know. Please let me know. I know my my fiance would not hesitate to, to let me know, and my friends. Uh, but Solomon had everything he wanted. Uh, but I think he was asked. Out of everything you could possibly want, what would you like to have? And he said, wisdom. And the older I've gotten, the more I realize that's probably, no, ain't no probably in it. That's the best answer, uh, especially at this point in my life. Um, I'll be 33 in a month, about a month and some change. And I realize that every year I'm growing, I'm pruning, I'm shedding skin and I'm evolving. And I'm becoming more comfortable with who and what I am. I, it's it's so such a beautiful realization. Uh, but wisdom, um, great example. I had recently paid off a debt that I had been paying on for about six or seven years. Um, for me to be candid, I was paying. I had uh, borrowed money uh, for my car so that I can pay something off. Basically, I pawned my title. The thing was, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't wise enough to know that, you know, once you borrow it, you do have to pay it back. I knew that. 
But because people have a reputation of not paying things back immediately, they charged um, an immense amount of interest. I paid more in interest than the amount I borrowed for my title. I paid more in interest than I actually paid for the car, like to purchase. And I was paying on this thing monthly and I wasn't in here. You know, I'm traveling back and forth to work. Gas is not cheap. Folks, it's not cheap. And all that stuff was stacking up. And I'm like, man, really? So about a few weeks ago, I made my last and final payment. And it was the happiest day of my life. One of the happiest days of my life. And I was like, yo, that's what's up. So I look at my finances differently, not just because of that, but because years ago when I made like this, this was a ripple effect. This this decision affected almost if it affected every aspect of my life. And um, it just spilled over into other, you know, areas of of my existence and my experience. And it just never again, never again. So I learned from that and I see things differently. I'm now preparing to make other decisions. You know, I'm about to get I'm I'm engaged, which means I'm, I'm got a plan for a wedding. I got a plan for a future. I plan on uh, getting my own place. And um, there's a lot of adult decisions that I have to make. I'm not a scared. I'm not afraid a scared. Wow. And put them two words together. I'm not afraid to make that decision. I just want to make it wisely. But that's not making me hesitant. And that's another thing, people, just because you're making decisions in a way that nobody else approves of doesn't mean that you're making the wrong one. Let me repeat that. Just because you're making a decision that nobody else agrees with doesn't necessarily mean you're making the wrong one. If you feel confident in your decision, make it. If anybody, God always has your back. He always creates contingency plans. He gave us free will. He wants us to choose. Um, but he, he, he's he got your back. So just make it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to leap. Um, so, yeah, those are decisions that that was one of the uh, be- that was one of the best accomplishments I've had recently. And knowing what I know now. And wishing that I was able to apply that when I was younger. I really do wish I did. I really wish I knew. But I had to go through that. That was my learning curve. Um, wisdom in, in relation in relation to relationships, you know, with the women that I dated. Uh, I share this all the time. You know, my my, my ex girlfriends and I had an abortion uh, seven years ago, going on eight. Um, next year, May eleventh, it would be eight years. Um, yeah, yeah, eight years um, since the abortion. I remember everything that day vividly. Uh, one of the worst decisions I ever made. Um, but because of that, it changed my viewpoint on sexuality. I do 100% believe sex should only be practiced between a husband and wife. Not man and woman, but husband and wife. Uh, marriage is, is the uh, fireplace where a fire has the freedom to burn. And I mean burn well, I've heard from a lot of pastors, a lot of youth pastors, and a lot of married couples uh, who say that... Um, Marriage is is wonderful because 
it is the playground where you can have so much fun. And I'm not just talking about sex. I mean, uh, having uh, um, just just becoming one with your spouse. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I know it's not the most beautiful thing in the world. I mean, come on, I didn't have the uh, my sisters and I, we didn't have the best example. My mom, um, after she um, divorced, she didn't she didn't remarry. And um, it's just, you know, that's just how it is. And um, but she always told us to put your spouse first. Um, Mom, she I can go on all day about that woman. Um, She's it's because of her that I am the way that I am. But every time I tell her that, she said, no, it's because of God. Um, I give her credit and he gives she gives him credit. And thus I give him credit uh, through my mom. So but yeah, wisdom. Um, I thank God for it. It um, again, it makes me more confident with who I am and with my decision making, and it makes it easier to make uh, better choices. Um, I think the, the the next point was family. It's always good to have a nice, strong support system. Now, family doesn't necessarily always have to mean blood. Uh, my 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 best friend from high school, uh, who's going to be my best man once I get married, uh, Jesus. He um, he's no longer my best friend. He graduated to my brother. That's my brother. You know, that's my that's that's my boy, man. That's that's my right hand man. And um, I can go on all day about you know what we've been through, but um, that's he's family now. His wife, Antoinette, is family. Their sons, family. Their family, family, whatever they need. If I have it, it's theirs. I mean that. Um, and my sisters, my two older sisters, and my mom, uh, my dad, uh, family. My brothers, my other, my brothers and my sisters um, uh, out west, family. Um, people that I run into, you know, my 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 fiance, family. You know, she just called me about a couple of minutes ago. And I couldn't stop because I'm doing this podcast, but I think she, uh, I think she'll understand. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, that's that's family, man. And you have to have people in your corner. Um, you have to have a very strong support system, and uh, it doesn't always have to be, you know, financially. Just being there, being present, uh, words of affirmation, reminders, just you know, just informing us, yo, what you're doing, you're doing it right. Uh, just keep doing it. You can tweak this, you can tweak that, but other than that, you're headed in the right direction. Um, but yes, uh, most importantly, family. Family. Um, the moment you realize how much you are loved, that changes everything. And that's what ha- enhances the relationship that we have with God, is that when you really know how much He loves you, you can't help but change your life. You can't help but see things differently. Man, like the death of Jesus, the death, like the man, the most beautiful love letter ever written. Beautiful. I love you so much that I gave you my only begotten son so that whosoever, whosoever should love me, still love me should not perish, but have everlasting life. For whosoever believeth in me Should not perish For God so loved the world That he gave his only begotten son I stated this before He said God loved the world That's number one 
that he gave his only begotten son. That's number second. That's number two. So God put his son second to us. Come on. Like that's how can you express that any any other way? You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yes, family um, is very important, very vital. Um, being an artist, I'm not an artist full time. You know, I have a, another, I, I do, um, I think it's, um, I do my artistry whenever I can. That's, that's, that's my passion. Writing has always been my passion. I just started exploring short stories in college, but I've been writing since I was a kid, as long as I can remember. Um, but writing has always been my passion. I believe my gift is listening. I honestly believe that gift. My gift is listening because I, I'm going back to, to school, grad school, to study uh, educational counseling. I think that is a very important role. Uh, a counselor, high school counselor, I think that is a very important role in the school um, because you help, you're trying to guide these kids um, and they need guidance, not just from their parents or their peers, but from other people who can um, develop a, a objective perspective as well as subjective and, and, and allow them to understand just how important their next decision is about to be. Um, because once you leave high school, due to your age, you're considered legal. Once you become 21, you're just legal to drink. But other than that, 18, you're free to vote, which is a very important decision to make. If you're not into that, I think you should be very aware of what's going on in your community, in your in your region, in your state, in your country. Um, instead of bashing the president about what he's not doing, uh, what what are you not doing, or what are you doing? So um, always you know consider that. You uh, another thing. You are a major aspect of your community. I don't care what you say, what you do, what you do affects your community. Everything you do, and just remember that you are somebody's example. Somebody's looking up to you. Somebody is waiting for you to make the best decision, so they can obtain the liberty to do the same. Uh, but yes, family, very important, very important, and um, it'll be it'll be difficult for you to to progress without family. I know God said he will always be with you and never leave nor forsake you. But God has put you in the mix in the midst midst of other people um that can that you can adopt and that can and hold you up at your weakest moment. So uh but yeah the third one and and uh, when we're talking about the elements of fulfilling your purpose. Recognition recognition we say we don't want to be recognized you know but you know somewhere in the back of our minds our egos are screaming i did that i did that no 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 tell them i did it and you know a lot of a lot of us lose lose credit credibility of, of something that's being done and i mean you should be recognized for what you do i don't blame you i don't blame you one bit um because that's something that that is that that stemmed from you, you know. And, and if you're a Christian, you know that what you do isn't you, but God, because He equipped you with that. But at the same time, He's using you as a vessel, and He knows your specialties. He knows your characteristics. Therefore, He said, "You know what? If I give such and such this, this is what they're going to do with it. Such and such is good with their hands. Let me give them the gift of a painting or carpentry." 
carpentry, carpentry or, or anything or, you know, being an architecture or, you know, this person is good with, with listening. You know, let me put them in a position where they're where they're on the receiving end of all everyone's um, conversation. You know, this person is skilled athletically. You know, let me give them let me give them the ability uh, to run fast during track run faster than any man or any woman they come across you know god gives you this ability because he knows uh that you're going to attract not just attention but other people and that those people are going to see him glorified through that individual it is so easy to put to give people um their accolades because of who they are uh, but i always love it when people say you know what i thank god first you know it may sound cliche-ish but it's true why not? Why not thank the one person that gave you what you have so that you ended up where you are? And that's propelling you to where you want to be. Why not give them thanks? So, um, well, recognition, um, where I used to work, uh, there was a point during the day where we would have huddles. And it was like, I like to give recognition to such and such for doing this and doing that. And, you know, and I really appreciate that. And it was that was always humbling to hear because most of the time you didn't expect it. Um, I would say this. I remember having one coworker that I was training and they were so self-absorbed um, that um, they said, yo, can you uh, can you mention in the can you recognize me in the huddle? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like. Uh, you have to do something well and effective to be recognized. And you haven't been really doing that. Uh, but, but at the same time, I was like, if you're asking for it, then you, you think you need it. Recognition. I think that's what we want. You know, in this in this world, this, this time of social media, we want recognition. Likes, followers, posts, comments, emojis. We want to be recognized. We want to be recognized for losing weight. We want to be recognized for putting on weight. We want to be recognized for the new house, the new car, the new job, the new child, um, the new everything, the new phone, the new money, new money. Wow, we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, we want to we want to be recognized for what we do. We don't want to be overlooked. Yeah, we live in a time that if you don't patent what you make, somebody else will. And no matter how how you how much you admit to being the originator, the creator, the innovator, um, if you don't have documentation behind it, then that's it. <laughs> we live in a world of technicality. Um, everything is taken through a legal system. Um, you know, but what we're worried about. But what happened to just being, being you, know, you know, pure honesty, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but aside from all that, um, recognition is very, as much as we deny it or try to, it is important. Um, but I believe that God recognizes you through other people. I was at work. I was at work. And walking, actually, going to work, had my bag, my lunch, and a guy who was a bus, it was a shuttle bus driver for Augusta University stopped, and he always hunks his horn when he sees me, because I used to see him whenever I would head to class, I head back to my dorm. And he said, he rolled down his window, he said, hey man, I'm really proud of you. And 
I I wasn't feeling well, like not sick, but I'm like, man, I just just not into it today. And I knew that was from God because I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for it. Um, so just remember, if you're in a point in your life where you're doing, you feel like you're doing more than everyone else. And they're the ones getting recognized for it, what they're doing and you're not, your time is coming. It's coming. But you have to be aware. Don't expect it to be something specific. Just be aware. Because it's coming. Whether it's through words, whether it's through contribution, whether it's through assistance, it is coming your way. Um, the recognition that I received in college. You know, like I in high school, I had this mindset that I was going to be the best, one of the best writers of all time. You know, those writers that they, they, they put, that consume like 20, 30 pages in an anthology and you just study that one person for like a week. I wanted to be that author. But once I got to college, that changed um, because I realized I didn't want to be famous. I wanted, I wanted to be faithful. I, I, I acquired that saying from um, Pastor David Braxton, uh, he's a former pastor of First Assembly of God here in Thompson, but he's he's no longer here. I think he's in up, up, a little bit up north. But um, ever since I heard him say that in a sermon, I was like, wow, to be faithful, not famous. And um, and during that time, I needed examples. So I started listening to him. You know, I started listening to Dr. Tony Evans. And those were the two men uh, that really helped me through college. And and if you ever, if Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans, or uh, Pastor David Braxton, if you all ever listen to this, I mean that, like that you all really, y'all helped me in so many ways. I, and I was, I was backed into so many dark corners. And I tried to use other means to fill voids. But you all, you all, listening to you all helped me pull myself back back out and realizing yo you got a job to do young man you become the becoming the alternative that's what i put on my business cards becoming uh becoming the alternative being the becoming the alternative um but anyway i think it's being the alternative no becoming the alternative i think it's becoming i'm not sure that's bad which is a reminder i need to get new cards made anyway uh, yeah, I thought I'll, uh, like I said, I'm not going to make this long and I'm hopefully, um, I'm hitting all these topics and hoping it's helping you. Like I said, I can only speak from my experience, um, and you can only speak from yours. Um, but hopefully it's, um, it can help you in some way. I am a perfect, I am a good example of grace. I'm going to say this right quick. I've made a lot of bad decisions. God has given me a lot of second second chances, so many second chances. And um, I can't help but be grateful. I, there's no telling. I could be I can be somewhere completely different. But he said, no, I got some plan for you, young man. My son, I got some plan for you. And man, he's shown me so much in the last 32 years. And I'm looking forward to uh, what he has in the future. So, uh, but yeah, recognition is needed. And there's so many different ways you can get it. But the only way you can get it is just by being yourself. You will not 
everything you say and do would not go and be in void. It would not be done in void. Trust me. Um, lastly, lastly, oh man, I was listening to James Brown. And he said, uh, he was talking about money. And he said, the root of all evil. And I was like, uh, no, James Brown is the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, he made it sound good, though. He was doing a live performance, of course, of a uh, man's world. One of the best. I think it was it was it, yo, it was a live performance. It was 1985. And guess where he performed it? In Augusta. And guess who was in the crowd? Michael Jackson. And he brought Michael Jackson to the stage and Michael sang for like a minute and then he started dancing and they went to intermission and that was it. I was I was like, man, how awesome it would have been to be there and witness that. But anyway, money. Um You uh in this world, in this green world, green and blue, money helps. It does. Money helps. Money helps you acquire those major necessities in your life. A home, a car, a degree, assistance with your children, um, clothing, food. It helps. Dog food. You know, it, it, it helps. It helps. I've learned that if I do the best with what I have, and if all I have is a little, And I don't handle that little. I can't really expect to get more. If I can't handle 10, I can't handle 100. If I can't handle one, I can't handle 10. So if ever you're in a, in a predicament and you find yourself living for paycheck to paycheck, you have a decision. You can either cut back or add more. You need your enemy can have it create a supplement for your income. So you can either get another job, have two jobs, three, four, whatever it takes, or just get another job that completely pays, pays more so that you can do what you want to do. Live within your means, people, please. man. And I'm telling you from my own experience, live within your means and then start making room and saving for that, which what what you really want. I. I love uh, like Marvel, primarily DC animated movies. DC is killing it, man. They always been killing it. DC is always dark, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, and I know a lot of people contest. They say, well, judging after the most recent Marvel movie, you know, Marvel has a good, you know, they can they can be dark too. But yes, they can. But DC to me makes the DC comics makes the, the best dark animated movies when it comes to comic books in relation to those two, Marvel and DC. Recently, they released The Death of Superman. Um, they had released this movie like years ago, and I like that one. But they're releasing a new one, new animation, new drawers, new voices. And I really want it. I mean, it's, it's an iconic point in, in comic history, the death of Superman, because through Superman's death, all these other Supermans started popping. I think it was four or five, one of them being... Uh, Steel, which was 
um, John Henry, I think he was a construction worker and he was he was black, black construction worker. And he created this this suit out of steel and he became a superhero. Uh, I think another one was a cyborg. I think another one was Superboy. Uh, Superboy came out. and I, I'm not sure of the other one, but it was during the time that Superman was dead. And then he came back. He had the, the long mullet. He had the black suit. I think it was solar powered. Uh, and then you know Superman became Superman again. So anyway, just small history. If if you want a fact 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 check me, that's fine. I know I'm, I had some holes in there somewhere, but that's fine. That's all I know. Like I said, I can only speak from my own experience. But I really want that movie. But there are other things that I need to purchase. So I'm like, do I get this movie or do I do this? And I had to say no. I had to say no to the movie. And I was like, I can buy it at any time, but can I? Because I need I need food, I need gas, uh, I need to pay my bills, of course, and I need to I need to you know I, I want to live, but I also need to survive, and it's that duality that we have to fight with as adults that pretty much sucks, but money it does help, but it's not always the answer. Um, so me personally, I'm not money hungry. Um, if I have it, I have it. If I don't, I don't. Um, but I do try to manage it in a way that is beneficial for me and for everyone else. Um, I think the mo- the one thing that you should strive to do is put yourself in a position where you're not always borrowing money. And not just from banks or any other source, but um, like any, any other secondary source. But like family and friends, because you're always going to be in debt to them. Even though they say, oh, you can just pay me back whenever. You're, you know, it's racking up, you know, you're building credit, not just electronic credit, but, you know, biological credit that you it's like an invisible halo that's hanging over your head. And it and it just and it's like an invisible number and it just keeps getting larger and larger and larger. And it that sucks, man. And, it, and you don't want to ruin a relationship because of of, of money. Um, but um, if you can. And I'm just saying this to anybody that's younger and in college. Um, if you can save your money, save it. Uh, if you got to eat ramen noodles for a little bit, do what you got to do um, and save to get a car, you know, or uh, save to get something else that you really, really want. Something that's going to really help you. Um, you know, if you're an artist, save money to get that which enhances your artistry, makes it convenient, makes it sufficient. And um, do what you got to do, man, and maintain that. Maintain, create a budget. Like I said, live within your means, and don't step outside of it, fellas. If you dating, and you know you can't afford to take out a PF chains, don't do it. Take out a Popeyes. You might can get. You might not be taking a PF chains, but you take out a Popeyes. If she doesn't like that, she's not the one for you. Now I'm not I'm not now I'm I'm be honest with you, you don't always go to Popeye. You know, try something different. Try a farmhouse. You know, that's a nice place to go to and hang out and get grab something to eat. Or go to the Bees Knees downtown, which is where my me and my fiance went. We got one plate and split it. One plate. And we still had more left over. We we had one plate, we drank water, and that was it. And I I was I already had a budget in my mind, but I was below my budget, like by twenty dollars. I was like, well, dang, 
So, you know, just be economical with your money. Be considerate. Um, and especially if you have other people involved, like you have a wife. Well, in my case, you have a fiance or you have a child, you know, just make the decisions that's going to benefit them. Uh, but at the same time, put yourself in a position where you can have fun and enjoy your life. You know, you shouldn't have to just um, fulfill this one role and have no other avenues. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but be smart with your funds and make decisions. Do now so that you can do more later. Um, I think that's about it for this episode. Um, I just wanted to touch base on those things. I thought it was interesting. Um, but yeah, at this point in my life, I'm growing. I'm learning more. I'm getting more courageous every single day. Not afraid to take chances. And, um, you know, I, I tell my, I tell my fiance, like I was, I was a punk when I was, I was so scared, so scared. But now, now that I'm, 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 I'm who I am, uh, I am more conscious of what I say and what I do. And, um, this is specifically going out to the fellas guys understand the power you have in your words, in your actions. Women are very in tune with their feelings and their emotions. So depending on how you make them feel determines your relationship. If you make them feel like the only one, they will love you. And the problem with that is with us men, we go by what we see. But we need to understand what we see is not always what we're going to see. What goes up must come down. You can apply that to any way, any way you want. But just remember that what goes up must come down. Um, but just pay attention to what you say and what you do. Um, especially in the presence of the of of her and other um, other younger people, you know they're looking to us to to decide what do I do. You know, sometimes you don't have to tell them; just show them. Just be you, be yourself, and um, and just take this from somebody who who loves words and didn't really understand the magnitude that they have, not just with women, but anybody in general. The word is strong. That's why God left the word because it's solid. It's ever flowing. It's influential. It's life. So just pay attention to what you say and how you say it. And um, yeah, aim to acquire. And this is just for everybody. Aim to acquire wisdom. Um, try to to develop a tight knit a nice knit with your uh, nice connection with your family because you need support. Um, you will receive your recognition when it's due. You may go decades without being recognized for something, but eventually you will. But remember that somebody always approves of you and that's God because he created you. Of course he approves of you. And, and, and uh, lastly, money, manage your money, manage your funds, save, save, one tip that I will say, um, I think it was is it Dave Ramsey. I, 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 oh, I'm misquoting people's names. He's like a financial guru. Everyone knows them. 
knows him. But he he said, and the one thing I take from him, he said, it's always good to have at least a thousand dollars in your savings because anything can go wrong. A thousand dollars can cover a lot, especially when it comes like to car maintenance. Most things dealing with most um, mishaps dealing with uh, your technical technical problems in your car, a thousand dollars will cover it. You know, or if somebody needs some funds for something like to pay a bill within that a thousand within that thousand dollars, you can help somebody out. But it's always good to have at least a thousand dollars, at least at least a thousand dollars in your savings account. And I know, you know, you think, man, I ain't got it like that. Well, you can at least start to build, you know, put aside money, hide it somewhere. And then once you got to a certain point, put it in your savings. Do not touch it. Um, it's difficult, been difficult for me, um, but. That's always something coming up, but I've, I've never gone without, thankfully, never gone without. Um, one thing my mom told me, she said, yo, even if all you have is $20 left after paying your bills, you're good. But hopefully we won't always have to do that and try to live paycheck to paycheck. So uh, I think that's about it. That's all I was going to say about um, that matter. So um but yeah, take care of yourself. Uh, take care of the people you love. Help them out if you can. Um, if you got it, they have it. Hopefully, if they have it, you you have it. So um, just remember, um, you are loved. You have a major impact. You're making a major impact in this world and uh, in the people in your life. And if ever you get to the moment, get to a moment, you're like, man, what would happen if I didn't exist? A lot, a lot will happen. A lot will change. Um, I'm gonna say this one thing. This is, this is a small geek moment, but I won't talk about it long because I know a lot of people are probably not fond of this. But if ever you you're just curious, you can read about Flash uh, Flashpoint Flashpoint Paradox. I think that's what it is. Flashpoint Paradox. Is it? Yeah, Flashpoint Paradox. The Flash. Uh, Barry Allen. His mom was killed when he was a young boy and from that he went into uh forensic studies you know working for the police department um especially dealing with homicide and um a chemical imbalance happened lightning struck he became the flash at one point in his life the flash said i, I wish i would i see i wasn't fast enough i should have i wish i was fast faster so he ran so fast he broke the time barrier and he went back in time to the day that his mom died when he was a boy and stopped his mom from dying. And he changed the whole timeline. Um, a case in point, Bruce Bang, Bruce Bang. Oh, my goodness. Bruce, uh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. In this timeline, he's the one that got shot, not his parents. So his parents had to deal with their son's loss. So um, I think it was Thomas Wayne, his dad. Um, Mr. Wayne, his dad, Thomas Wayne. I think it's Thomas Wayne. Um, he ended up becoming Batman, but he was like the worst part of Batman. Um, uh, Bruce Wayne's mom became the Joker. She was holding her son while he was dying, and she started crying so intensely that she started laughing, and that was it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, yeah, and this. Uh, Shazam wasn't just one kid. It was like seven kids. And um, Aquaman slept with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman killed Aquaman's wife. 
Like it was so much going on. And um, it was because Flash made that one decision. Uh, but so you'll be amazed at how much your life is affecting everybody else's. Uh, so to always keep that in mind. So anyway, this is the end of episode 35 of the Glory in Our Stories. Um, and we're talking about the major elements of fulfilling your purpose. I probably said fulfilling your purpose twice during this whole podcast, but I realize it, everything um, that I've mentioned um, just sums up that those two uh, fulfilling your purpose sums up those sums up those three words. So, as I always end a video um, on Facebook and Instagram, if you follow me, um, I love each other. Um, but most importantly, love yourself. You all have a wonderful week. Fall is around the corner. I can't wait to break my boots out, my my thin shirt, you know, long sleeve shirts, my hats. Fall is my favorite part of the year because it gets cooler, but it's going to get colder. Not a fan of the summer. Never really been. I was as a kid, but now I'm like, eh, I'm over it. Uh, but you all enjoy yourselves. Um, enjoy the festivities that's coming up this fall fairs birthdays thanksgiving christmas of course i'm gonna still be releasing episodes but i just want to let you know that fall is coming fall is coming so uh you all have a wonderful day hope this helps you in any way um god has put me in this position in my life and i'm gonna help as much as i possibly can so and this is me living in my purpose Looking forward to what he has for me in store. Anyway, again, this is episode 35 of The Glory in Our Stories. Mm-hmm.